Welcome to Ignition, Sky City Entrepreneur Center's Chain Reaction Podcast. Sky City is a business startup incubator located right here in Blunt County, Tennessee. We help new businesses launch and existing businesses succeed. Joining us today for our chain reaction, to continue our chain reaction, we have John A. Wenger um, of Lil Cub Den, who was interviewed last time. And we have Vanessa Painter of Vivid Image, Vivid Image Consulting. Consulting or consultants? Consulting. Okay, great. And I am, as always, your host, Shannon Bryant. I am the community manager at Sky City Entrepreneur Center. And ladies, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. So um, if you all would just take a moment to introduce yourselves, and then John A. is going to be interviewing Vanessa while I just kind of sit in and throw in my two cents every once in a while. So John A., who are you and where can folks find you? I'm John A. and I own, I own Little Cub Den Indoor Plague Cafe. We're located on 411 South in Maribel. So we're near the Walmart, the ponchos, and all that good stuff. <laughs> we do indoor play dates uh, Monday through Friday. We're open 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we do birthday parties all weekend long. Great. Thank you so much. And Vanessa, tell us about you. Hi, I'm Vanessa Painter. I own Vivid Image Consulting. I lease space uh, at the Sky City co-working, co-working space. That's all right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, we, Zivid Image Consulting, we work with clients for color analysis. It's one of our most popular services, but we also um, do style analysis, personal shopping, assisted shopping, uh, closet edits. Uh, pretty much anything related to your wardrobe, um, we can help. Great. Thank you all so much. So we're just going to have a casual conversation. Um, John A., if you'd like to to kick us off, ask um, ask Vanessa all your probing questions. <laughs> How did you get into color consulting is one of my main questions. This could be a very long answer. I will do how to keep it short. It's okay. I have, um, I worked for about a decade in nonprofit um, prior to opening my business. And I also had for about three years at, at, um, before starting, I had a side hustle, which um, I was a stylist for a women's clothing brand. Um, and so we did kind of like trunk show style um you know, women's gatherings and that kind of thing. And um, I really loved about that helping women feel great about themselves, seeing their, just like hearing clients talk about, I got so many compliments on my jacket. I, you know, aced the interview or I landed the, you know, proposal and I felt so confident in doing it. And that really kind of sparked this love for me of helping instill confidence in women, uh, especially women who have just had like life changes, a bit, having a baby, or um, I've had some women who have retired and they're coming back into the, the workforce or they're, um, they've gotten a new opportunity and they just feel like that they maybe are a little outdated and need to update and, and become more relevant. And so I discovered this love of helping um, women find those moments. And 
I think I just began to get a little bit disillusioned with the um, just kind of fashion marketplace and um, wanted to help women be able to shop more sustainably instead of just being sold what was what you know the fashion industry is selling them every um, you know season. I wanted Fair. to help people kind of build mm -hmm. that um, sustainability into their closet. So how do you go about doing that? Um, goodness, we have lots of different services. Um, they tend to build upon each other. And so I um, did that intentionally because I wanted everybody to be able to access um, some level of services and they, they can build over time. So a, kind of our entry level is color analysis, which is really, it's about a two hour session and we um, drape you we're determining your um, personal color harmony. And so by discovering that and equipping women with the education that we do in that consult, they're able then to not only go through their own wardrobes to kind of determine, like for instance, I love the color burgundy and wine. They're, they do not love me back. So uh, I kind of had to go through the process um, after I learned about color analysis of weeding those things out of my wardrobe. Um, and I also learned what my kind of wow colors are. And so finding ways to weave that into my wardrobe. And what I have found is over time that builds this kind of capsule of all of your pieces mix and match together. So um, that's kind of our starting point. And we can build upon that style analysis would be kind of the next step that looks at body architecture and different cuts and silhouettes of clothing that will work. Um, then we can go through and do a closet edit to help you with kind of editing out. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the way up to personal shopping. So I have some clients. And I have clients that start there and never do a color analysis where they've already had color analysis. So, um, yeah. Very clean. What are your personal power colors? Well, uh, spring green, which was really in last season. And that's another thing is when you see your power color, like really in the marketplace, get it then. Uh, uh, and then uh, red is like a spring red is um, a good color. And there's a lot of personality too that goes into color analysis. It's equal parts, your physicality and your personality. And we kind of overlap the two. I was actually just going to ask, is there a difference between a spring red and a winter red? <laughs> Or is it all just red? There absolutely is. So interestingly, a lot of people think, oh, well, color analysis, I don't want to be told I can't wear the particular colors. Every um, season, and there's actually sub-seasons as well, um, but every season has every color. It's mm -hmm. about the qualities of the color. So if you look at like uh, Pantone book, I mean, there's literally hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands of colors. Um, so a spring, for instance, a spring red would have a lot more yellow undertones to it, and a winter red would have a lot more blue undertones. Okay, to it. okay. And then you also have things like whether the color's been softened. If it's had white, gray, black added to it, it's softer versus if it's just the, the vivid, um, brighter color. And then depth. You've got white makes the color lighter, black makes the color darker, and everybody has um, falls somewhere on those three different scales. So we're trying to through color analysis, we're trying to basically fine-tune where people lie on those scales. So you sound really knowledgeable about colors. <laughs> and I'm wondering, do you have an art background or what is your training for? I the, am just a nerd. <laughs> um, I'm actually, so the way that I fell into 
um, doing this work too, is a friend of mine said, oh my gosh, have you heard of color analysis? You should look into this. This would go great with your clothing business. And I was like, well, what is color analysis? And I feel all the way down to the bottom of that rabbit hole because I was fascinated. It's just really interesting. Um, I did a certification um, for color analysis and um, just I'm a nerd about it. I love learning more about it. That is very cool. Does it affect your daily life where you notice like somebody <laughs> needs help? Is it me? No. <laughs> so this is an interesting uh, thing that I was not anticipating would happen um, when starting this business. People get sometimes sometimes people get uh, very self-conscious. And so I always like to say I'm not the fashion police. I am just I'm basically think of me as like your mentor. I want to encourage you and build and instill confidence, not tear you down and tell you you're wearing the wrong things. Um, I, I approach um, each client with that, like curiosity about what are you looking for? How can I help you? If you love black, I'm not going to tell you not to wear black. I can tell you how to wear it better to work for you. Um, did that answer your question? Yeah. Is black, not black is not for everyone. <laughs> everyone can wear black, um, but lighter seasons have more difficulty with that. So, um, so one thing that I noticed when we had your ribbon cutting at Sky City, I was working the door and nine times out of 10, when it was a man who was coming to the door, he would say some version of, well, I'm not a lady, but I'm here to support Vanessa. So do you want to, I don't know, um, address or maybe debunk the gendered nature sure. of what you do? Sure. I will say, you know, a large percentage of my clients are women. However, color analysis is not just for women. It is for men. It is for children. I've actually done several analyses for uh, children. Um, and I've had quite a bit of interest from, from men as well. Um, I think... Hmm. I haven't thought about why that is necessarily. I think that is there more pressure on women to be fashion forward? I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, what have been the results? I guess when you um, when you've had a male client, how do they react? Is it different from how how women receive your services? The, the men's color analysis is shorter because in women's color, we go into makeup mm -hmm. and hair color. Okay. We don't necessarily cover those in a men's color analysis. Mm -hmm. And men oftentimes who are seeking my services are are um, often wearing suits and ties and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, and so we're really building a foundation for them to be able. I love working with people straight out of college because they're building their professional wardrobe mm -hmm. and it's so exciting to, to work with them so that they're getting kind of creating this sustainable, um, buildable um, wardrobe. That's so very exciting. I, I went down a rabbit hole on oh, the, no, the gender okay. topic, but no men. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And also like headshots. Um, I've had a lot of people that, um, have consulted me for headshots. Hey, there's this color background at work. What do I need to wear so that it goes with the background, but also harmonizes with my my features? So that's another that's a person mark too. Wow. Where are your favorite places in town to do shopping, or what types of places love, are you looking at? I love supporting other small businesses. So I really always strive to. You know, it's 
it's hard. Every client has a different budget preference um, and different style personality. So I really take that into account, but I'm always going to try to promote um, other small businesses, locally owned businesses first. So I love, um, I love the fact that we have options. There's lots of great boutiques, um, the boutique on Broadway and um, the boutique at BB Salon. I just actually did some social media um, in those locations. But I also source online um, department store, even thrift stores. So it's really dependent upon um, clients' budget. And you mentioned sustain- sustainability. So what does that look like for you in terms of building a collection? I think I encourage people to make investments in pieces that are going to serve them for years to come. So denim or, um, you know, a wool coat or staple pieces, suiting things. They're, if you can buy something that's not super trendy, it's going to stay um, relevant for quite some time. And so investing um, in those type of items, buying something that's going to last a long time, that's got great quality, um, adding in smaller touches of different trendy things so that it's, you know, you can wear it for a while and then retire it or recycle it or um, what have you. So I think making more responsible choices, instead of just, I shopped for so long, like on the clear track, oh, this is a great deal. And then I get it home and I'm like, I don't have anything to go with this or it's outdated. And so really just being more conscientious about what you're, (laughs) what you're investing in, in your clothing. So I remember my mom telling me, like, uh, you know, the fashion goes in cycles. And so when when I was a teenager, probably she was telling me, like, I can't believe you guys are wearing those things. That's what we used to wear. Or like bell bottoms were popular when I was in high school. And it's so crazy to see those trends come back around again. And they were not that great the first time. So. <laughs> It is I take vocal lessons at the rock and metal Academy. And so I'm there with all of the young people, like the teenagers, et cetera. And just, you know, here I am, I'm 46 year old lady and seeing the stuff that I wore now it's back, but it's just slightly different, mm-hmm. you know, it's just vaguely a little twist different. They're all wearing Crocs. Have you, have you noticed that the young people are wearing Crocs? My, son, it's, my boys are really into Crocs. It's fun. wild. I don't, I don't get it. I would wear them maybe to run outside, but maybe not as a fashion statement. They wear Definitely them not as a fashion statement. <laughs> but how do you feel about Crocs, Vanessa? We must know. Weigh in. <laughs> I love to wear. My children all love them. I do not own any, but um, I think embracing I think young people are great at embracing their individuality and expressing themselves through their clothing. And I love that about our wardrobes. I love that. Um, and I think somewhere we forget how to do that, uh, at least as women. And so what I love the most is just helping people find what works physically and is physically flattering for them, but makes them feel so themselves and so authentic. That's like the sweet spot. So, hey, if Crocs, if you fill on the ticket Crocs, wear the Crocs. I'll tell you what color looks best. <laughs> I will say as a mom with little, little kids, they're the easiest shoes to slip on and off their feet. And so mm-hmm. function is important for sure. <laughs> Vanessa, is there an emotional aspect of what you do? Do you find yourself sometimes as like a therapist a little bit for people? 
some degree, you know, our sessions are similar to sometimes I feel like, um, you know, when you go get your hair cut or your nails done, people, you know, I'm sure um, those those professions also kind of um, feel sometimes like the therapist. Um, I, I think, yes, there is a component of that. It's also such a trusted thing to have somebody come into your closet and the vulnerability it takes to kind of put, uh, you know, and often people are like, please don't judge, please don't judge. That's not what I am um, doing this work for. It's it's to help you. Um, I, I don't come in. I'm not the fashion police. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, just tear your self-esteem down. It's really more about like building confidence and self-esteem. And that's what I love the most about it. So, yeah, I do think there's very much an emotional component. I just want to talk more about the business side for you. So how long have you been doing consultations? How have you grown? And how have has your experience been helping you reach your goals? Yeah. So I, in um, the spring of 22, decided to um, leave the nonprofit world. Um, I have two children, and my husband has two children, so we combined have... Um, a family of six. Our kids range in age from 16 all the way down to eight. So, and they're all in multiple activities. So I wanted something that was flexible um, so that I could be with them. Um, the kind of by appointment component of my business is wonderful for that. I can, it's genius. Oh yeah. I can, you know, schedule um, around what my family has going on, which um, and my hope was that it would be scalable. So as my children get older and need less, that I will be able to, um, you know, spend more time in it. So uh, starting out, I really started, uh, I kind of stayed home that summer with my kids and was working in the background on just uh, due diligence, uh, prepping, uh, learning as much as I could, getting my color analysis certification. And then after I got that, I started um, style certification and personal shopping and um, really, I wish that I had joined Sky City Entrepreneur Center earlier because I, <laughs> it's just like this hub of everything that you need. And I was aware that Sky City existed. I just, for whatever reason, didn't, um, put together that that would be a, a great place. I was kind of like out hunting for all these resources myself. Um, but I, I spent quite a while again, um, planning, prepping, getting certifications. I started taking clients in um, late in the year, um, so about six months later. Uh, and I saw the first several clients out of my house. And then I was on the waiting list for a private um, office suite at Sky City. And I finally got the call. It was the best day ever when Shannon <laughs> called and said, we have that's available. Do you want it? I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'll be there right away. Um, so, uh, I had a like ribbon cutting grand opening in May of this year and, um, really, and as busy as I would like to be right now, again, you know, I want to scale this as my kids need me less, but, um, yeah, it's going well. And I've, I'm always thinking of, you know, how can I do more online services? Like there's, um, for you know, people that have their color analysis already done, what kind of resources can I put out online? And um, so I do most of my admin um, work out of my house and my um, suite there at Sky City is 
sort of my client facing space where I do analysis and meet with clients. That sounds like a really great setup. And I think your kids are always going to need you. They're not going to need you less. They're just going to need you a little differently. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually That's told fair. it gets more during the high school years. So. It's oh. funny because it is like they, they need you, but they don't want to tell you that mm-hmm. they need you. So just more deciphering what, what do you really need? And it's different. It's different stuff that they need you for. It's, it's like, what do I do about this girl? Or, you know, there's a breakup or, um, oh gosh, friend llama drama, you know, it's, it's, it just becomes different. I, I just don't even know how to talk about it, but, um, oh, I'm going to totally digress if I'm not really careful, but, um, well, I love that, like, <laughs> Janae, you have, um, you take your child to work with you. You've created this business that you, that works with your family. And I think that, you know, we're seeing that trend so much and I'm so grateful that I can be able to do something that I also am very present for my children. So, um, I, I love that Sky City helps support these young entrepreneurs into creating and being mindful and thoughtful of how do I want to build this so that it's not overwhelming so that I can still, you know, work it into my life. Right. It's this wild dichotomy, I think, when we were growing up, um, as a woman, you can have it all, but you kind of can't have it all, but also you kind of can. You just got to work it right, you know? Um, <laughs> it's And your priorities have to be in a bit of a different place. I feel like it goes back to you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. So you really do need to pick and choose where you want to turn your focus. And it can change as as needed mm-hmm. uh, and you are always you know, trying new things so I commend you for starting something new and getting out there and taking that big leap Thank how did that you. feel when you were leaving gosh I have always had this very entrepreneurial spirit but I have always been almost like you know paralyzed by fear and I was a single parent for many years and didn't have the um, option to you know go start a business that and that's the other thing I started this business really on a shoestring I didn't go out and you know borrow a bunch of money I was very intentional in my planning about how I was going to um you know I started out by with my certification and then bought a lot of the um you know drapes which was a big investment and and things like that and then several months later invested in the actual you know kind of brick and mortar rental space and then um a few months later invested in um, so folks helped me with social media. And so just really, I was intentional from the beginning to not like just take all of this on. Um, and so I commend you in like to having the just face in um, risk taking or just whatever uh, grit, whatever you had to uh, overcome to take that leap of faith to invest in this huge brick and mortar. That's fantastic. And um I don't know if that answered your question. I kind of think I got off track there. I think we're all doing the, We're all doing the best we can. We can. We can. <laughs> In these streets. <laughs> awesome. Um, what else do you all, did you all have anything that you specifically wanted to say or to ask or talk about that we haven't gotten to? 
What other resources has Sky City offered to you that has been most helpful in building your business? Um, so many ways. I don't know if I can list them all. I love being in the space with on other entrepreneurs. Um, it's just that kind of incubator feeling. We're all going through the same things. We can bounce ideas off of each other. Um, all of the resources, the networking opportunities, networking has been a huge driver and um, securing clients. I can always tell when I'm not out networking because I, I'm not getting as many um, calls for appointments. So I love those opportunities. And then I also participated in the um, boot camp version of the co-starters program. So it was rather than like the extended period, it was condensed into a weekend um, of like, essentially all weekend. Mm -hmm. That sounds super intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little bit. It was. It was a lot. It was a lot of information. Fortunately, because I had kind of already done a lot of the things, it wasn't as overwhelming. But I gained. I still gained so much benefit from it. Just going back, even you know, several months later, um, after I'd done you know the business planning and remembering like, did I complete this? And you know, did I? Think of all of the little details that go into this. And I learned still things like the uh, break-even calculator was one of my biggest takeaways. Uh, that's something that I did not do. And it was really helpful, um, especially I wish I had done that before, like setting pricing and different uh, things like that. So, um, and yeah, the community um, at, at Sky City is just great. Uh, Who else was in your boot camp? That we would that out Ooh. Pamela with the Adventure Playhouse. That's right. Savile. Mm -hmm. um, there was Daniel Hampton of um, Rugged Software Developers, Shani Marston, who went from boot camp to do full co starters core this past um, this past cohort. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's doing great. She's got a business name now. She's firmer on what she wants to do um janessa who does yoga and ben um who breeds um uh, pythons um yeah yeah um please he, he's so awesome but i was just originally like yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> who knew right there's like this big market for these very specific hybrid pythons um did maybe not pythons but different reptiles and mm -hmm. it's quite the investment too. yeah 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 i learned so much i think that there is just there's there's a value in being under accountability, setting aside the time um, with someone else to go through and do these things. Because if you don't, then you are going to procrastinate these. I mean, let's all be real, right? Like the things that are either intimidating to you or outside of your wheelhouse in some way are going to get procrastinated and then they're just never going to happen. Um, so, so I, the value that I feel in specifically the co-starters programs that we do at Sky City is that accountability component. Um, like the, the hardest part is showing up, you know, um, setting aside the time for you and your business to be together, whatever that means. <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. I see so often businesses kind of start and then like a year and they're like, oh my gosh, I have to have, I have to do taxes. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, and they haven't mm -hmm. prepared. And um, I, think yeah just not putting the cart before the horse like doing those things even though 
it takes time away from, you know, the, the income earning portion of your business, but it's so critical. In fact, I had a friend not long after the program that said, I know you recently opened a business. I'm looking at opening one. Would you come and meet me and talk about, um, she was putting together her business plan and I took my co certers little folder and I was like, this, you need to start with this. Oh, this good. is the, this How is the you? foundation. So I don't know if she did her will, but, <laughs> but yeah, I wish, um, all folks can start there because, oh my gosh, it would have saved me so much time and, and headache, but it was still wonderful even ha going through it after having done that. Cause I could review it and make sure that I had truly done my due diligence in all of those areas. Well, thank you so much. Shannon, do you have any more boot camps coming up? Yeah, we have a boot camp that is going to be happening in January. Um, the weekend of um, the 13th and 14th of January. And then our next cohort of co-starters core will start in March of 2024. Good. I can't yeah. wait to see who else is coming Me too. in. Me too. I always love seeing the, the folks who come in and just being part of their, their journeys and part of y'all's journeys. That's really what's so rewarding about what I do. Is it like seeing all these little babies walking around? Oh, that a little like, bit. <laughs> a little bit. Now, I can't. I cannot disclose who this person is, but somebody who went through co-starters and, um, you know, it's been kind of a long run um, for this person to, to um, get a brick and mortar told me the other day that they have signed a lease in a, a place that's going to be coming to, to Miraville. Um, and that was just really rewarding um, to hear that, you know, this person is going to be part of the framework and the fabric of, of our community um, with that brick and mortar store. And it's just, it just, it warms the cockles. I tell you what, <laughs> the cockles of your heart. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That'll be so great. Thank you so much. Um, so anything else to wrap us up? Anything else that you all just really wanted to get off your chest? Say, ask, do? Well, hey, thank you all so much for being here. Um, Vanessa, where can folks find you? I am on, I have a website, vividimageconsult.com. And then I'm also on uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Vivid Image Consulting. Great. And John A., where can folks find you? I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Little Cub Den and littlecubden.com. Wonderful. We're just, we take walk-ins yeah. every day. Just show up. <laughs> show up. <laughs> Thank you all so much for sharing of your stories and your expertise with us today. Um, if folks want to find out more about Sky City, you can go to skycityec.com or find us on your socials of choice, except the artist formerly known as Twitter. Um, and thank you all so much for joining us and listening in, and we hope you take good care. This has been Ignition a Chain Reaction podcast production of Sky City Entrepreneur Center, produced by Epic Nine Outfitters. Find Sky City at skycityec.com or on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram.